Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pick and Play Podcast. Today, I'll be breaking down the Super Bowl, Super Bowl props, ones that I like, ones that I'm betting on, and just funny ones that I noticed. Uh, We're breaking down the top five players in this game, who has the edge when it comes to offense, defense, and coaching. And we're going to try to win a little money. We'll do a little recapping of where we ended for the season, what my record was, best bets, worst bets of the year. So let's, without further ado, take a trip with your pal Gordo down the betting lane and try to win some money here. So to start off, let's do a little recap for the year. None of my Super Bowl teams made it. I didn't do very well when it came to predicting uh, who would end up in the Super Bowl. I didn't see value in Kansas City, and I didn't see the 49ers coming out of left field. Combined on all the season-long bets, uh, I told everyone to go on. We lost $800 if you bet 100 a game. Now, here's the good news. The best bet was Lamar Jackson winning the MVP at anywhere from 80 to 100 to 1. So if you took all my season-long bets, Lamar included, you would have ended up anywhere between up uh, 80 units and 70 units, depending on where you got Lamar. So be pretty happy with that. A couple thousand dollars up if you took all the bets. And that's why I like to get a little smattering in there. There's some long shots or some safe bets to keep us above water. But overall... Did really well there. Uh, betting on every game this year. Uh, picking against the spread, I went 128, 110, and 7. Not bad. Uh, plus 18 units. Uh, overall, with a little juice, you're probably down. Some of those games are even odds. Some of them are minus 110. Some of them are plus. Uh, but overall, right around up 18 units, up 70 units on season-long bets. So another outstanding year. Now, we won an outstanding Super Bowl. And I thought to myself, is this the most fun Super Bowl we've had in a while? At least from a perspective. In in watching Media Day activities, um, it just seems like the players are more outspoken than they have been in the past. And that's probably driven by the Patriots and their systematic approach to winning games. Uh, The fun for the Patriots is winning games. The ride is not. And I think the Super Bowl week suffers a little bit from that because they're there to do a job. Where you see a little personality from all these other players. Um, A lot of respect, but at the same time there has been some trash talk. And I think that's fun for the sport. I think the Patriots got us a little bit away from that because they've gone to every Super Bowl in the last 10 years. But the flavor is supposed to be different teams first time, last time. That's what's supposed to keep the Super Bowl fun. I think we're going to get back to that and we'll round into a little bit of form. When we're breaking down the game uh, and we start, I really like to start from looking at offense, defense, you know, work through the lines. uh, But that takes a long time. So I'll sum it up as, as neatly as I can. The best passing game by far is Mahomes and Andy Reid. From a scheme perspective, from a talent perspective, from an ability perspective, they own the passing game. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, Patrick Mahomes, and then whoever they want to trot out of the backfield to catch screens. This is not a control-the-ball offense. This is a score, heavy amounts, quickly, pitter-patter around the pocket, buy time. If you buy time, if Patrick Mahomes buys time, 
It's always a big play. Tyreek Hill is faster and can get to anywhere on the field. They have a connection. To counter passing plays, you typically go with the running play, and there's no better team at... Well, let, let me back up. The Ravens had a historically great running team. But when it comes to scheme, okay, the, the 49ers do not have the players the Ravens have. The scheme of the 49ers run game is almost 30 years old because it's Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's father. And that's an X factor for me. The 49ers have Super Bowl winning coach basically guiding them. Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan are both grinding tape this week working collectively. 100% they are. We've seen Mike Shanahan around the facility in these upcoming weeks. We've seen him beam about his son. He wants this win. It means a lot to be the first father-son duo. First to ever go to a Super Bowl, but more importantly, to win one would be incredible. So when I take the offense in their totality, the skill goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. The scheme overall, in the grand terms of football, the running team typically wins. And so I give the scheme edge to Kyle and Mike as a collective. But the skill of the Kansas City Chiefs tell me that that is the best unit play. The o Patrick Mahomes is a X-factor QB, meaning no matter how well you play, he can still beat you. That's the terrifying part about the Chiefs. No matter what you do, you keep that ball out of his hand for eight minutes. Two minutes he can score. In eight minutes, eight minutes is what they got the ball for uh, down, what, 24 nothing against Houston, and then they were leading by half. They don't need time. They don't. So I don't know if that'll negate the running the ball and controlling the clock, I just don't think it overall matters to this game. So I give the offensive edge to Kansas City. Now the defense, this is clearly San Francisco. A top, what, three unit all year long. Four players that can rush the passer on defense. And a secondary that does a lot to prevent big plays. Now they won't match up well with what Kansas City does on offense because San Francisco struggles when you spread the ball out. When you spread the San Francisco defense out. We saw it in the New Orleans game. When you spread them out, they lose that cohesiveness of we're going to hit you straight up the middle, we're going to hit you from the sides, everything. We're playing everything in front of us. But as that defense breaks down as you spread it out, it starts to dissolve. That works in Kansas City's favor, but the better players again reside on the 49ers. So I give the edge on offense to Kansas, uh, Kansas City and the edge on defense to the 49ers. As been called out for years now, when we have a top one or two offense versus top one or two defense in the Super Bowl, the defense wins almost every time, but save what, what I think there's one time where the 49ers might've beat someone f like 55 to 10, but, uh, and I'll have to check that, but one time, that's it. I know it's once. So defense wins championships. Here we are, best defense versus best offense. Patrick Mahomes is, is a generational talent, and that might be a little different. When we get into the coaching breakdown, um, if it was just Kyle versus Andy Reid, I'd give it to Andy Reid because both of them have the same propensities of choking, uh, taking off the gas at the wrong times. Um, while they're both 
geniuses when it comes to the offense. I don't want to take anything away. I don't want to sound like I'm disparaging them. We're just calling – we're stuck to two coaches and we are grading them on two coaches. Andy Reid is more experienced in the Super Bowl. Andy Reid uh, has – his coaching tree has done very well in the Super Bowls. I believe Andy Reid straight up against Cal Shanahan would be the better coach. But the added wrinkle is having Mike Shanahan working basically full-time for them as well. And this is a two-time Super Bowl winning coach. So with that, I give the edge to the 49ers. Talent, Kansas City. Offense, Kansas City. Defense, 49ers. Coaching, 49ers. Special teams, I put both of these special teams kind of in the same bin. I don't see them being too much in this game. I don't see them being involved too much in this game. I don't think they'll play an overwhelming part. Uh, the special teams just needs to do their job at a C-plus to B-minus level and not interfere with the outcome. That's really what I want them to do. So, ranking, uh, you know, talking about the skill in this game, when we look at the top five players who are going to be present in this game. If you were to go, okay, I'm ranking them based on pure talent alone, I think the list is pretty straightforward. I have Mahomes, Kittle, Kelsey, Hill, and then I have Bosa. There are two players on the outskirts of that in Richard Sherman's and Schwartz, the uh, tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs. But I, I think you actually start to trail off after that. Um, you have D Ford. There are other pass rush specialists that other teams would definitely like to get their hands on. But Bosa has the speed, uh, in my opinion, and the dexterity to keep Mahomes in the pocket, which is what they want him to do. So uh, that's how I would stack up those five players. Now, let's get into the fun part. Let's talk about the game itself. Let's talk about the prop bets. And who boy, I spent, man, I, I don't know. 15, 16 hours parsing through these bets. First, an hour on on just simply printing it all out. It was like 40 pages front and back. And at some point, your eyes start to bleed. And you got to put it down and pick it back up later. But here's what I like. And let's start with prop bets that I thought were pretty funny, uh, a little out there, um, but, but that I'm going to bet on. Uh, a player to have 69 total yards. 69 total yards. No more, no less. That pays out plus 690. Just a fun 15-year-old bet. Does any player end with 69 yards? Plus 690. I'm taking it. It'll be fun. That's why I like bets where you can sit back the whole game. You don't have to pay attention. You can look at the end and go, I've got five players that could hit this thing. And then you're just watching the final two drives. It's going to be a tough bet, but that's why it's plus 690. Will a kill, the Epstein didn't kill himself sign appear? Plus 500. Again, uh, they're not going to be panning for this. I would imagine they'll check the signs. But it's popular enough and it'll gain enough attention that it could slip on there. In the World Series, we saw a fine woman uh, expose herself for publicity. It's there. A sign like that will get noticed, will end up someone covering them on the news. That's just the way it happens. It'll get enough press after. Uh, at 5-1, to one, I think it's worth it. It's funny. It's also true. Um, 
Now we get into kind of the, oh, the last one. Apologies. Gatorade color. 150 for red, 400, uh, four to one for orange. I like orange. Red makes a lot of sense. If you want to play it safe, go red. Orange just seems like, I don't know, that off-wall color that someone picks up and dumps. Um, so I, I like orange at four to one. There's no math to it. Uh, and now we get into the cross point, cross sport bets. And these are uh, kind of, you know, X player will do more than X player. And uh, these are pretty much, uh, I don't want to say they're, they're, you're going to have to get lucky. I think, honestly, this is where you need to hone in your skills of cross sports because there's been a lot going on in the sporting world, not just talking about um, you know, I am talking about Kobe, but it's not just basketball. He affected every sport. So a lot of these people that were inspired by him, it's good to have, if you can get those, hey, this player, Kobe meant a lot. Let me let me go on the range of them having a great game and, and playing against uh, maybe inferior competition where they're really going to try to put their... Uh, you know stomp on the their neck so the one that i uh, two that i really really like uh that i i like brooks kepka brooks kepka to have more birdies in round four than kittle has receptions now kittle probably will end up around seven now you get plus one and a half if you take kepka so kepka gets six birdies that puts him at seven and a half and that would be plus 150. I like it. I like Kepka to come out and on that fourth day, and, and he's got to make it. But I like him to come out and kick the shit out of everyone. Um, I think the competitive fire is going to be in the greats in the, for the next two weeks to a point that uh, the lesser players won't be able to stand up, even if they feel that fire in their belly. When true greats feel fire in their belly, um, I, I think they're almost, it's almost impossible to stop. And, and I, I wouldn't bet against it either. The other one is another great, um, we're going to go LeBron James, more points, more points than Mahomes has completions. And you get plus two LeBron James to have more points against Patrick Mahomes. That's minus 115. I think LeBron is going to come out and destroy the Trailblazers on Friday. And, you know, he could go for 50, and that's going to be the end of the bet. You're also getting two. So I just think your range there makes a lot of sense. LeBron James, plus one and a half total points over Mahomes' completions. Uh, moving into more serious props. This is where the math kind of comes into. Um, I have first touchdown Debo Samuel, who they use in a lot of split roles, and then uh, for ten to one, and then Mecole Hardman uh, at twenty to one. Uh, I like to take two players that both have ten plus or more odds. The payout for this will be right in the range of what fifteen to one. Put fifty on each, see where it lands. You hit either, you have a good Super Bowl the whole way across. Total picks in the game over one and a half. Uh, I like this because of the pass rush. I do think this will be 
Uh, a limited game. I think scoring will come in bursts. I think there'll be a lot of it. Uh, but that could be 31-28 right around there. 28-25, uh, three touchdowns apiece. I don't see much kicking, so I think this is a pretty clean sevens game. Uh, so over one and a half picks I like, and that's plus 125. Uh, what will happen first, a sack or a touchdown? I like the sack, minus 110. So if a team kicks a field goal, you're going to get a whole other set of down. There are what? Four of the top 20 pass rushers in this game. They're going to be amped up. They're 100% healthy. They're going to be good to go. So I like a sack before a touchdown. First penalty of the game I like on the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs lead the league, I think, in holding penalties on the defense. Uh, I think that's going to be a problem with all the running that uh, San Francisco does because, as we saw, Kyle Shanahan had no problem calling out what he thought Green Bay would do. I think that's going to be in a similar situation. So first penalty, Chiefs, and that could be on the offense also. A false sides and I'll start, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, under 7.5 punts. I think because of the lethality of both teams' offenses, that they will be less inclined to punt the ball. That means you get on their 40, we're not punting. We get on the 45, we're not punting. We're, the field position game does not matter when both these teams are going to move up and down. So, I like that. Longest field goal under 47.5. This is the same theory, that because these two teams... Uh, will have to score points, that there won't be long field goals kicked because the three's not going to matter. Finally, there's Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman, under six and a half rushes. Now, I pulled this up just, just to keep an eye on where he's been in the last couple weeks. Um, Tevin Coleman has one game in the last, I think it's seven. Let me count it up here. One, two, three. He had Vikings. He had 22. Besides that, you go all the way back to 12-1 on the Ravens. He had five Saints, three Falcons, four Rams, five Seahawks, five Vikings, 22 Packers, six. So he's got a separated shoulder. Uh, Mostert seems to be doing fine. Uh, under six and a half for even money. I like that. Uh, my final bet of the Super Bowl on props is will, G will Troy Aikman mention his Super Bowl experience? Uh, if you want to say no, that's plus 175. If you want to say yes, it's minus 250. I think he, at some point, Troy is going to mention his time in the Super Bowl. And that may be because he's baited into it. And they say, oh, Troy, you know, is this the beginning of a dynasty like, you know, you had with the Cowboys? And he goes, well, my time with the Cowboys. Done. Instant. His Super Bowl experience. So, um, and that can be from either side that that comes up. Uh, what is it like to be a multi-time, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterback? What does it take to get back here? Any of that talk leads to that being a winner. I like that. So that rounds out my prop bets. Uh, when we get to who I think is going to win the game, I am flip-flopping back and forth right now on the over and the under. I will be taking one of them. But I like San Francisco plus the one and a half because I am going to tease this. So I'm going to take San Francisco plus seven and a half. And right now I'm leaning towards taking under 61. Now, 
The thing, uh, 61 and a half now. Uh, the big thing for me is all the money is only, only over. And I think that San Fran will slow the game down because they have to. I think that there will be some sacks. I think there'll be some turnovers, and that'll slow things down. I do see this game being a 30-28, but I I, I kind of like the I, I don't really know how this game would get to 38-37. I just don't see that kind of shootout, especially with the time these teams have had to prepare and both teams being pretty pretty healthy. I think the offenses will be clicking and they'll be moving, but they'll be moving more methodically. Um, so I'm 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 struggling with that. The other option is to go over 49. That would make 28-27 a winner. Probably end up going that way. But I am going to be taking San Francisco plus the seven and a half because of the coaching edge and the defensive edge. So that wraps it up for the final podcast for the Super Bowl before we completely turn into the NBA. So, quick recap before I leave you here. We're going to go Gatorade color, red, which is greater, uh, Kepka birdies or Kittle receptions, Kepka birdies. LeBron James points plus one and a half over Mahomes completions. Will any player finished with 69 yards? Yes. Most are over. Most are, oh, forgot these. Most are uh, first run over three and a half yards. Most are rushing over 67 and a half yards. First touchdown, Debo. Uh, first touchdown, Miko Hardman. Over one and a half total interceptions in the game. What will happen first, a sack or a touchdown uh, sack? First penalty to the Chiefs, under 7.5 punts. Longest field goal, under 47.5. 49ers, uh, uh, Tevin Coleman rushes under 6.5. Epstein kill himself sign appear, yes. Will Troy Aikman uh, mention his Super Bowl experience? Yes. And finally, uh, if you want a little extra juice on the whole thing, uh, I like the 49ers to win the game, so I like them plus the 7.5. But you can take the 49ers to win by 7-12, to 12, and you can get 5.5 to 1 odds on that. So that's also a pretty good range. Uh, I will be taking San Francisco in some form of a tease. I will tweet out whether it's going to be with the over or the under. Uh, but I'm starting with San Francisco plus 7.5, and, and I'm either going to tease the under up to 51, uh, 61 and a half, or I'm going to tease the over down to 49. So thank you for tuning in to the Pick and Play podcast. I appreciate it. You can find me on Twitter at Pick and Play 37. Uh, as always, let's make that money, money, money.